0: If there's no consequence for you completely overreacting to what is effectively an inconvenience, yeah. then then why not do that, you know? It's like uh, you know,
1: live your truth. Fuck yeah, off. Yeah. Well, living your truth usually is bullshit. Gets in the is an inconvenience to most other people. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest with you. Hey, you know, I had to fart in the elevator, guys. I'm living my truth. Fuck you, you asshole. We well, have 17 like, more floors was, to go. <laughs>
0: I'm Don Hall.
1: And I'm David Himmel.
0: And this is the Literate Apecast. The Literate Apecast uses bad words. If you don't like bad words, maybe you shouldn't listen to it. <laughs> David, my goal for decades, my goal for decades has been to control my temper, to learn how to control the Hulk rage. Um because yeah. I have Yeah, me
1: too. You know, yeah,
0: yeah, because cause I spent, I mean, I can look back on my life and and I can see like friendships and relate working relationships, collaborations that I really kind of just destroyed because I lost my temper. Cause mm. I just couldn't, it was always just like uh, it was always just like a tender, dry tender waiting for a spark. And then it would just flare like crazy. So I've really made a great effort on trying to kind of, kind of yeah. do that. Now, I don't think that um, I've ever
1: destroyed any relationships with my, I mean, I nearly did one of them. My first marriage nearly destroyed that. Um, but I mostly just embarrass myself. Like you, fucking idiot, calm down. You know, like in the light of day when everything's calmed down, it's like, oh, that was yeah. that was an overreaction. Yeah, that was an well, embarrassing that, overreaction. Oh,
0: no, an embarrassing overreaction. And one of the things that uh, happened, and I told you about this, but I'll, I'll tell you again, as uh, the other day, you know, I'm all packed up. Um, I, I I was uh, smart enough or, or just lucky enough to have. I'm very anxious to get out of Vegas and so everything's been packed right Mm -hmm. and the other morning um and it's like a quarter to five in the morning um I'm sleeping I'm dead dead to sleep and all of a sudden I'm awakened by fire alarms and I'm like what the fuck is going on and so I I kind of crawl out of bed and grab my glasses and I'm looking around and I realize oh there's the fire alarm over there and I open up the closet where the water heater is and you know like all my you know, like uh, lawn, or linens and that kind of shit. But, yeah. And I open mm-hmm. it up, mm-hmm. and I think it, that's how tired I was, how I would just abruptly woken up.
1: What for, t- sorry, first, what, what time of day is this? It was like quarter to five in the morning. So almost wake-up time.
0: Yeah, almost, yeah. but uh, I mean, it was just like the abrupt. And yeah. I get hit in the face, and at first I think I'm being hit in the face with smoke because I got fire in my head. No, yeah. it's water. It's a gush of water and the water heater, one of the the like the the hose that connects the outside water to the water heater had mm-hmm. just exploded. And so it was just shooting like a fucking fountain in my face, <laughs> and I and so now I'm all of a sudden completely soaked. I'm starting to wake up. I'm trying to. Is figure the hose out what the like
1: fuck... whipping around like a like a drunk elephant's trunk? No, or...
0: no, it was still attached, but it was sort of like a hole just blew out of the side of it, and it. And oh I mean, wow. it, was, okay. it was shooting out like a fucking fountain. Yeah. And it's going everywhere, and I'm like, what? And then all of a sudden, I look down, and I realize I'm standing in like two inches of standing water. Oh my god. And, and, and so then I'm like, I, you know, I got to get my head together. And the first thing I have to do is, uh, get rid of the fire alarms because there's two of them and they're both going off and that shit's loud. And I'm like, how do, and I didn't know what to do. And they're so fucking loud. I can't think straight. So I I literally grabbed them and just tossed them in the laundry. Like the, 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 the washer had shut the thing. So it would at least minimize the sound.
1: Mm -hmm. Why did, why did a broken water heater cause your smoke detectors to go off?
0: They were in there. Um, I think they were. Th- th- this is what I think because they weren't on the wall. They, I think, when they were uh, installing the smoke detectors, they didn't have enough places for them. But the, each apartment has to have a certain number, so they yeah. just set them. They just set them on top of the water heater, which I don't, care, you know, whatever because what the they fuck? weren't. I don't know. All I know is I threw those in there. Then I go and I. But that doesn't explain the why they were off. going
1: off. Are they carbon monoxide detectors? Did you have gas?
0: I don't Weaking have through? a clue. I, I have no idea. All I Jesus. know is you are going off, and so I try to find a, a knob to turn that will turn the water off. But none of the knobs—they just spin. Nothing's happening. So, I about twenty minutes into it, I call maintenance, and it's too early in the morning for anybody to pick up because yeah. I get the phone tree, and and then I and then I suddenly went to a place of complete calm. Huh. And, and I looked I stopped I realized okay I have no control in this situation yeah and being angry isn't going to help the situation and so let me cool off let me take a look around I mean I'm literally standing in two inches of fucking water and it is the entire apartment is covered in water and I look around and I go oh Oh, well, lucky me, because I had packed all my valuable stuff in plastic tubs.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So they're plastic tubs, no cardboard boxes. Oh, that was smart. Yeah. And then I start looking around. I start looking around. It's like, all right, so what? Like my Mac box is a, a cardboard box. So I pick that up and I put it outside to dry in the sun. And I'm like, okay, what else? My shoes are now soaking wet because they were in the closet. Sorry, I take those out, put those Mm -hmm. outside. The pictures that were wrapped in quilts and stuff like that to move, those went outside. It's like, all right. So I kind of walked around and controlled what I could. I called the guys again about an hour and a half later. So this is going on for an hour and a half. I'm just It's like, all right. Um, You know, I made some coffee and smoked a little bit and uh, kept calling. And finally, the guy showed up. And he was like, oh, my God. And now I knew why he went out and uh, turned the water off on the side of the building, because that's how you have to turn the water off. You have to turn the, the water off everywhere. Yeah,
1: because it's coming in from, yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, and uh, then a guy came and, uh, you know, a crew came and they sucked up the water and dried the place up and all that kind of stuff. Well, I found out later, my coolness, the fact that I didn't freak out, mm-hmm. kind of made its way among all the maintenance staff.
1: Oh, Sure.
0: Like every, because you know they have people freak out about bullshit the whole time. And one yeah. one of the younger guys comes over. He says, "I heard you were really cool about that." And I went, "Yeah, what the fuck else am I going to do?" And right. we talked about how So my question for you is: This is because I'm really, I, I did. It. I feel like the goal I set for myself to not be knee jerk rage mm-hmm. is has been successful in a lot of ways. But here's the question that I that I, I want to ask you. Why do we tend to, human beings tend to overreact to inconvenience like you get cut off on traffic or you're standing in (laughs) line at a fucking thing but we tend to stay level-headed in an immediate crisis?
1: Well, I don't know that human beings do that. I think I'm certainly better in a crisis than I am in an inconvenience. Like, uh, here's a, a quick two examples. So, crisis, um, or a version of crisis. Yeah. When I was a camp counselor, um, I had a bunch of kids, it was like 4th of July weekend. I was on this, you know, I was a sailing instructor, sailing director, and there was no wind that day. It was super busy on the lake. So we weren't sending the kids out on the boats because when there's no wind and there's the lake is just packed with assholes on jet skis and everything. So I was taking the kids out for rides on, on the putt-putt, which is like the rescue boat that I, that I drove. And There was some fucking big cigarette boat just doing donuts around us and making these huge waves, just being an asshole. And I'm looking around at him and I'm looking behind me. And then one of the kids, the boat's loaded up with like five or six kids. And one of the kids goes, uh, Davey. And I look and the bow of the boat is catching a wave and it's dipping down. The boat dips down, capsizes. The kids go out everywhere. The motor's whipping around before it gets flooded. Oh shit! This thing's busy as shit. I got ki- six kids that are spreading out. I mean, they're all wearing life jackets and everything. Yeah, but, but they're like still floating I instantly, away. yeah, and it's dangerous. You know, I've got a yeah. whooping oh, motor. I've got insane dangerous. fucking asshole cigarette boats doing donuts around us still. But like, okay, get the kids on the boat. Signal for help. You know, and I do what needs to be so, done. So
0: the guy in the cigarette, the guy in the cigarette boat, saw you capsize and just kept, yeah. spit. What yeah. a fucking cock.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's an instance of like, oh shit, don't panic. Just don't get mad at it. Just do what you need to do. Get everyone safe. And then you can be pissed at this. Try and track him down. Get the cops, give him a ticket or, you know, fucking whatever. Nothing. Whatever it is. Yeah. So another thing, like when I got cancer on my face was like, well, that sucks. What do we do to solve it? Okay, let's go get the surgery. You know, nothing I can do about it. Kind of like your floor thing. But the other day. I went to replace a faucet in the kid's bathroom because the the bathtub faucet, when you turn the shower on, it's like, it's, it's old. Like the O ring is like, it's just, it's not a good seal. So the, sometimes the shower will scream. It's just like, you know, the water like squeaking through the air, squeaking through it. It just needs to be replaced. That's shit like that happens. Yeah. And I used to fancy myself as a pretty handy person. Like I can fix that shit. No problem. I'm really good at plumbing. So I go and I unscrew the thing, take it over to Home Depot, look to buy the right thing. I'm like, okay, this is the right size. This should work. Boom, boom, boom. Come back home, go to screw it on, put it together. It's not the right size. And I instantly, like, I'm ready to come undone. I'm just like, yeah, why you're the losing, fuck? This you're is losing such, your shit. This is yeah. a fucking, this is a goddamn 15 minute fucking project. And this is now going to take me three fucking hours because i gotta go fucking back to home depot i know they don't have the size of fits because i looked at all the goddamn faucets they have they don't have i need the brand i need the moen brand that this old one is they don't fucking have that at home depot so what i'm at to fucking order it order it on fucking line go to a different guy i'll go to the eighth that drew hardware down the street fuck this this is so fucking stupid why doesn't fucking home depot a big box store got, and i'm just freaking the fuck out. and katie's there and yes. she can like set and i'm trying to keep it cool
0: but you can't I'm do it. I'm trying
1: so hard. It's exploding. And yeah. I'm like, so I go downstairs. Fucking just gotta get, you know. And Katie's like, did it work out okay? And I was like, no. <laughs> She's like, so where are you going? Go. I got to fucking back to Home Depot. I'm just like, like this is a minor. Does the thing work? Do I need to fix it today? Of course not. It's no. an
0: inconvenience. It's to an you inconvenience and you to me. Lose your shit.
1: Yeah. And I think the reason is just because inconveniences are really fucking annoying because like if I get cancer in my face, it's like, all right, cool. I'm going to schedule around that. You know, like your apartment floods, you're going to schedule around that. Sure. My day is now thrown out of whack because this stupid fucking faucet, because home Depot doesn't have the faucet that I, (laughs) that I need. Yeah. Yeah. And it just took like, that took three hours out of my day, like between the back and forth to home Depot Waiting at Home Depot for someone to help me. Like, do you guys have any other faucets? Like, why <laughs> is there only why one size have... of faucet? What the fuck is going on here? So, I, I, I think that's just what it is. Like, it's that, again, like no control over things that really you should have control over. Like, come on, you go to Home Depot, they should have more than one size of faucet. Of tub faucet,
0: that's insane. Well, but you don't, but you don't have any control over that. I, it, it, to me, I think a lot of it is a lack of control. I mean, I think about like the, the, in, in the last year, you know, people freaking out on fucking planes because yeah. of <laughs> COVID masks, and I think this is this is just an inconvenience, and it's beyond your control. Well, and people, I think hate that kind of shit that. is that
1: that there's also like the straw that broke the camel's back thing. You know, I think that. The people that freaked out on planes, you know, from what I can surmise, is that these are people that don't like being told what to do. They have that sense of individual freedom and all that bullshit. We all do. Right. But for the last year or two, whatever it had been at that point, when they freaked out, like, they've been told, you need to stay home. You need to wear masks. You need to get your shots. You need to do this. You need to stand six feet apart. You need to stand on these dots when in line at Starbucks or whatever the fuck it is. And the airplane was just... You know, because masks are annoying. Like they just—they're annoying. And to sit well, on a plane for four hours or whatever it is. So's
0: the TSA and taking your shoes I off know. to fucking go and through it. And people freak you out about that shit too. But not—but not to the level that the people on the planes. And I think there's a sense of—I don't know. It's it, 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 again, it reminds me of uh, like all all the wacko videos of like Walgreens just having mobs of people just coming and just steal shit. Yeah. They would never do that if there was a threat that someone would shoot them in the face or arrest them or something, but they do it because they don't. There doesn't seem to be any consequence to it, and so they don't. So they don't have. I mean, that it's pragmatic. part of
1: it's part of Walgreens' business practice now. It gets worked into their budget.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it, it's <laughs> sort of like it's sort of like your, your your mind. If there's no consequence for you completely overreacting to what is effectively an inconvenience, yeah, then then why not do that, you know? It's like, uh, you know, live your truth. Fuck off. Yeah,
1: well, living your truth usually... Is bullshit. ...gets in the... Is an inconvenience to most other people. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest with you. Hey, you know, I had to fart in the elevator, guys. I'm living my truth. Fuck you, you asshole. We well, have 17 like, more floors to go.
0: It's it's sort It's sort of like the level... Of, the level of our entitlement for... Our own comfort and our own control. I, I, I read this the other day. It's uh, there's a, a huge podcast uh, like uh, conference that was in Dallas this past weekend. Why didn't we and, get invited? You know, I don't know. They're fucking. They're lame. God, but, that's the uh, problem. It's, not, it's but, them. It's not us. But apparently, apparently, you know, it's a huge thing. It's in Dallas, and apparently, uh, they sold a table. And maybe that's what it is. You had to buy a table. But they sold a table. Okay. Yeah, they sold a table to the Daily Caller, and Ben Shapiro showed up. Showed up, and Podcast Movement put online that they apologized to everybody for the harm his presence did. And I thought, I'm pretty sure, unless he was running around like taking a brick bat and hitting people with it, stabbing people, yeah. He he, he he did not provide any fucking harm to anybody, but we're so overly sensitive about so much of this shit that uh, I, I look at it and I go, man, I guarantee you with, th- you know, I think if things became a crisis and you had to step up and fight the Nazis in World War II, <laughs> yeah, we might step up, but an awful lot of people would not even be able to handle because they're so, now they're so trained to, 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 to see inconvenience mm-hmm. or 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 slight insult as as harm as overwhelmingly bad, and that they have to overreact, and I just think that's I think that's fascinating.
1: Part of my frustration with the faucet, um, I think, was like the last time I had to do a house project, I ran into some other like it took me longer than I wanted it to, so I was just kind of like annoyed that I couldn't get it right. So this was probably that like why can't I just do these really easy things. Um, So some of that frustration might have been with me, although I, again, it's not my fault. No. I don't think. No, it's not my fault. They didn't have the rights, and that's why you have a receipt. Like, people return shit to Home Depot. Like, it's not a big deal. But it just, it's reminded me when I, this is like 1991 or two, maybe a little later, but I had a, the Bat Dance single, Prince's Bat Dance from the movie Batman, <laughs> the 1990 Tim Burton film. Yep. Oh yeah. And I had that, and I loved that song as a kid. I, fuck God, I love that song, and I still love that song. Um, but my brothers, <laughs> I can't remember if it was Eric or Steven, but one of them borrowed it and they put it in their little like one speaker, you know, single deck tape tape boombox thing. And they'd ate it, yeah. And it ate it, and I tried to fix it, you know, carefully pull it out. Like you, you remember trying to save you get the taste. Yeah. You get right. A try everything you can. Spool it. Yeah. How do you, how do you get the ribbon out from the machine without it tearing? up oh. and I couldn't do it. And so I, like, I think it was Steven. So he saw me getting upset and I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to go get another tool. And he's like, where, what are you going to get? I go, I'll be, I'll be right back. So I go down to the garage where my dad's tools were. And I didn't get a different screwdriver or needle-nose pliers, I got a hammer. You because you were going to bean your brother. I, no, I was going <laughs> to oh. fix the boombox. So I come upstairs with the hammer, and I proceed <laughs> to <laughs> beat the living shit out of the, ha- the boombox with the hammer. I destroyed the boombox. I mean, the tape was ruined anyway. So yeah. I punished the boombox for eating my tape because it was, well, It was. you're not getting out personal. of this one alive, boombox. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah was it was like personal. That's, that's crazy. That's,
0: yeah. Well, that's how our brains work. That's how our brains work. Now. Okay. Uh, you mentioned that you had, uh, you had a cancel culture thing you wanted yeah. to talk about. So, uh, tell me a little bit about your, uh, cause cause the, the, the video you sent me, I was like, okay, I'm not sure how this applies to cancel no, culture, but it's, I'd... it's not the video.
1: Oh, okay. It's All the right. Story. So there's a story. Okay. Back in 2016, in February of 2016, uh, There was a guy who got drunk um, and in... uh, Oh, I
0: missed that it was 2016. Okay, now I get it. Yeah, okay. So in
1: 2016, February 21st, 2016, a 37-year-old man, uh, drunk as shit at 3 a.m., opened up a door to a a cab driver's door and asked the guy, are you Muslim? And the guy responded, yes. The man, the 37-year-old man, proceeded to beat the shit out of the cab driver. When witnesses were like, hey, dude, knock it off, he beat the shit out of the witnesses. So he gets, he gets arrested. Um, Jesus Christ. You know, I don't know what happened after that. Like, I don't know if he was convicted. I don't know what kind of time he served. He had to pay like, I think he had a $25,000 bail. He paid that. Um, but I'm sure he got in some serious fucking trouble. Oh yeah. For, and it was on video. Like this guy, Yeah. Hate, he was charged with a hate crime and rightfully so. Like you can't, so it turns out that this guy um, was bipolar, had been going through some shit. Mixed his meds, alcohol, the whole The whole thing I know this guy I don't know him super oh. well um, I don't think he's A racist bad person, I think he did a Racist bad thing sure. And he needs to, you know, do Pay his penance for doing that Shit, 100% absolutely, but I don't think He's, you know This is not a chronic thing for him, he doesn't go around beating up Muslim cab drivers or Muslim yeah. people Or anything, but he, got, he Fucked up big time got busted, and whatever the criminal justice system did to him, they did to him. I know this guy through Gilda's Club. We were on the associate board together years ago. He hasn't been on, he hasn't been involved for a couple of years, but Gilda's has an event coming up in September, and they booked this guy. He's a musician. They booked this guy to perform at, at the show, at the event. Last week, there was an email that came through to the associate board members that and this story from DNA Info from 2016. Okay, now I get it. They're like, all right, so, you know, here's this link. Um, Do we know about this? Do we have a statement prepared if people come back on us about it? Or should we find other entertainment? Now, I had chimed. I didn't chime into this. I I ducked out and, like, I... Because, well, so what happened is... They were like, well, let's discuss it with the club. So they, the club then responded back with, like, well, we discussed with our legal team and we decided it was best to find other entertainment options. So here we are, like two weeks out from the event. And they're like, okay, guys, uh. do you need, let's find some more entertainment. <sighs> okay. My issue is this one, why does the guild's legal team, what, what legal ramifications are there for this? Two, at what point do we forgive people for fucking up? Three, how much does this person have to suffer and for how long? Like, again, I don't know what well, the James system did to it, but like... Well, the, 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 the
0: current game is that uh, what I remember, remember Mike Daisy? I do not remember Mike Daisy. Mike Daisy was a storyteller from New York's monolog- monolog- monologist, sure, um, but uh, I met him, uh, he and I had uh, online, in the early days of the blogging, when people had mm-hmm. uh, like the Google blogs, the blog spot, um, he oh, and I had yeah, he and I had some back and forth, and to the point where he showed up at the MCA, and they they had uh, uh, there was a high alert for my presence because I had I had threatened him online that I was going to show up as, at his show and oh, stab him in the guy. eye with a knife. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So anyway, he and I <laughs> no. ended up becoming friends. He and I right. ended up becoming friends after all that nonsense. Um, and then he did he did the 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 Steve Jobs uh, sh- thing, you know, yeah. his show. Um and This American Life put him on, and it turned out that he'd made a bunch of shit up. And so This is the motherfucker.
1: Big... This is the reason that Ira Glass didn't write the foreword for my cat book. Because a... he was exactly... busy dealing with this bullshit. Yes. Busy dealing with this. This so is anyway, why I forgot Mike the... Daisy's name, because fuck Mike yeah. Daisy. Yeah, well, one of the
0: things I thought was most interesting about Daisy was, because at that point, he and I were pretty good friends, Um and we're still friends to this day. But what I thought was interesting was, uh, you know, he he... He'd been publicly shamed. He'd been put on this American Life as a retraction. Everybody in the free world of NPR, which is what like two million people, were like, "Oh, he's a big liar." All this kind of stuff. But people didn't want him to just go, "Okay, yeah, um, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been completely destroyed in that way, and I'm going to keep doing my thing." And, uh, and and they wanted him to disappear from the face of the earth, like. Yeah. That's the thing is if you if you it, especially with the whole mob justice thing mm-hmm. so I understand why Gilda's club would say, oh well we better get the legal team because the fact is right now in our society all it takes is seven people um, and five trolls to go online and mention Gilda's club as being supportive of anti-muslim racists God, And I know. now I know. all of a sudden uh, you know, and it's ridiculous. I wrote a piece not too long ago about boutique causes, and uh, and and one of my examples was, you know, there's this big online controversy, and I mean headlines were made. They wrote, there were articles written about the fact that Cracker Barrel decided to add Impossible sausage yeah. to their thing, and then all and the only reason I knew it <laughs> is because like all of a sudden I'm getting these headlines, these clickbaits, like, oh my god regular cracker barrel people are are fucking furious over this inclusion of possible meat in the woke well if you look a little deeper it literally was probably like you know seven old maga guys a couple of trolls and a 13 year old living in his mom's basement who just loves getting off on this shit they're the ones that made the big noise but it was it was it was the equivalent of i could fit all those people in a one bedroom apartment Do we really think that that noise is worth a legal team? You know, because Cracker Barrel went through, I mean, like three weeks of them... Basically, sort of defending their choice, and no, they didn't replace say, their sausage. They
1: just made no. It's they just, they just added that. an
0: option. They just added an option. But that thing is, no one really cared. And when you look at how online discourse goes, it is the tiniest percentage of society that is making the most noise, and we're all terrified
1: of them. Well, and I guess it's just it's like, you know. Again, I don't think that that Johnny, that's the man. I mean, look, you know, I'm not hiding anything. Johnny Aletto, like, that's. Yeah, yeah. He's a yeah, musician. He's. He, uh, all my interactions with him have been great. Um, it's not like he was but I'm John also not Hinckley. a Muslim. Right. He's not Johnny. He didn't. <laughs> try to assassinate the president,
0: you know? And he I didn't,
1: mean, I don't. I mean, I, I was going to say he didn't kill the guy. Maybe he would have, you know, drunk out of your fucking head, beating, you know, shit happens. Um, But this guy was not a he's not a routine asshole. You know, it doesn't matter.
0: He paid the price. He went either. He went to jail. He, I mean, obviously there was some serious consequence for this lack of, uh, control. And once he's paid the price, I mean, we talk a lot about incarcerated youth and how horrifying it is to be incarcerated and how we should basically forgive, you know, it's like, you've got to have redemption. Well, even racists need some redemption. Even people to do something really horrifying, if they pay the price, you gotta... You, right, what is th- what is the
1: path to redemption and who signs off on that?
0: And, and, and that's you know, the thing that's, is, yeah. there is no sign-off because when you're trying to apologize to the world, right. the world is never going to accept your apology. So what I love about the Mike Daisy thing is Mike refused, He he, he, he refused to apologize... Um, he felt that, uh, yeah, he, he, he did make stuff up, but he's a storyteller, not a journalist. And that was something that was the sort of like the thing he hung on is like, I'm not a journalist. Mm -hmm. It is not required of me to be honest. I can, I can fictionalize certain things because that's what I do. And he simply wouldn't stop. And because he refused to apologize to the masses, he mm-hmm. made his amends he made his amends to the people he felt it was necessary to do and just kept on doing his shit and he's still and he's still doing shows and he's doing fine and still yeah. gets you know but it's because he refused to capitulate to the mob that eventually the mob moved on to something else more interesting. Mm-hmm. And 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 to me I've I've the whole cancel culture thing, I, I I get frustrated with the mob, but it's not the mob that is at fault. It is the institutions that bend to the will of the mob. It is the colleges that 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 you know fire tenured teachers because they hold a different view than the students. It's the, the corporations, you know, it's why when Netflix, you know, like every, you know, you you had the, the trans community come out in force, which enforcement like 30 people um, protesting Dave Chappelle, they went, okay, you're fired. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's, you know, it's Paramount plus saying, you know what, we're going to we're going to keep certain things on that you may not like because you're not forced to watch something you don't have to. Right, don't and order exist- the
1: sauce, the plant-based sausage then.
0: That's it. Don't go into the cracker barrel and say, "You know what? I want to have the impossible meat. I'm going to pay for it so that I can throw it across a room." What the
1: fuck point is that? Yeah, I just I think it's just a and again, like I don't know what what Johnny's punishment was, or I haven't talked to him in several years. So I don't know if uh, what kind of amends he's made to the community. So, like, I don't know if he had community service and he like, I, I'm sure that there was something though. And well, again, it doesn't he, matter. It doesn't it, matter. You know what, what I do? Is, 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 is the path to redemption? Does it just not exist anymore? Have we, have we just d- d- dug up the asphalt and littered it with, with road spikes?
0: Yeah, well, that's what's going on. And, uh, and what I would do is I would call Johnny and say, hey, we'll keep you on the Gilda's Club thing, but could you write a song saying, I beat the shit out of a Muslim guy because I was bipolar and drunk and I'm really sorry for it. And then you <laughs> sing that song right out of the gate and what
1: the fuck, you know. Yeah.
0: And now, Worshack of the News.
1: So my first thing for you this week, the headline number one, you're going to love this, I think. <laughs> California will ban sales of new gasoline-powered cars by 2035. I love it. I do. You know, the thing about it is, and this is what I love about this headline and what
0: I love about where it's going to... Unless government on some level, because that's what we do, we, we, we elect our officials and, and, and we, need, we need substantive action to move the needle. If we just talk about it, then nothing happens. So... Do I think it's going to cost a shit ton of money? Is it going to be a a real pain in the ass? Absolutely. But if we want to get rid of combustion engines and we want to stem the tide of the fucking heat wave that is cascading over the planet Earth right now, something has to be done. And even if it's one step in the right direction, I think saying if you want... I mean, electric cars have their carbon footprint as well. Yeah. You know, but if nothing else, it will, and it's not, that's not going to change the needle for probably two generations.
1: And when you think about
0: it, they're, you know, but it's, it's, it's a step in the right direction. It's like Mm -hmm. uh, Biden's, it's like Biden's, uh, you know, uh, uh, Given you know, well, we'll re- we'll
1: talk about that in a little bit. Oh, okay, yeah. You know,
0: but it's 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 <laughs> not going to solve the problem, but it is a step in the direction towards solutions mm-hmm. that we've been pissing and moaning for generations. since since fucking Jimmy Carter. We've yeah. been pissing and moaning about peak oil, so it, it's a it's a good direction. So yeah, and 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 you know, like I said, I've got my Prius. Uh, once it gets to a point where you know, if I ever get a job again. Um, and I'm not just living in the streets cause who the hell knows what my fur um,
1: I will, uh, I will absolutely be happy to get an electric car. All right. Um, sticking with the, uh, environmental friendly headlines, Kim Kardashian, Kevin Hart and Sylvester Stallone are accused of massive water waste. And I just, this is, I read I'm this <laughs> pulling this from an NPR story. This is my yeah. favorite. Comedian Kevin Hart, former NBA star Dwayne Wade, and his wife, actress Gabrielle Union, and Sylvester Stallone have also continued to exceed district limits despite repeated warnings and fines. Now, the water department could install flow restriction devices that can reduce gushing showers to a mere trickle, and would almost certainly turn the rolling lawns surrounding their respective mansions brown. (laughs) That's just like, oh... You're not going to listen to reason? Well, fuck it. We're going to kill your grass, and your house is going to be know, ugly. There was your curb um, appeal, sly. <laughs> and 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 while I will say,
0: yes, that is a small step in the right direction, if they really wanted to solve the problem with water waste on the West Coast specifically, um, what they would do is say, uh, hey, almond farmers, go fuck yourself. Because if yeah. you look at the actual number, and the only reason I know this is because Vegas is constantly in a yeah. drought... And uh, if you really look at where the water goes, um, I want to say it's like 60% of the water generated in this area, in this region, goes to grow almonds, which have no business growing in California and require so much fucking water. So you know what? Yes, absolutely. Stick it to Sly Stallone for overwatering his fucking lawn but also go to every household with people that have almond milk and beat them
1: around the face (laughs) and neck because they're the problem. (laughs) All right. Number three, ex uh, Louisville metropolitan police department officer pleads guilty to federal charge related to Brianna Taylor's killing. So this uh, detective Kelly Goodlett, she pleaded guilty to felony conspiracy charge uh, on Tuesday last week, becoming the first officer who will be convicted for their role in that deadly 2020 raid on Brianna Taylor's home.
0: I think it's about time. Here's the thing that drives me insane about our, it it is clickbait, it is the instant news, it's constant surveillance of information on a constant level. The process of justice is slow. Mm -hmm. It has always been, for it to be dispassionate and effective, it has to take time. And so, yeah, did they, did they go after the cops when the mob said she was murdered and they should all fucking hang? No, because that's not how justice works. But because there are people in the justice system who say there was a wrong done and we're going to thoroughly investigate this, and when we have enough credible evidence, we are going to charge people for a crime, that takes time. And I like the fact that but what makes me happy about it more than anything else is not necessarily like, oh, justice is being done because this detective has been uh, indicted. It's that for the last five years, or however long it's been, I actually don't know how long it's been. Two Two years. years. Whatever. For the last two years, there have been attorneys and investigators and police that have spent much time i don't even know how much time but like a lot of time thoroughly investigating this to find out who is culpable for this Mm -hmm. crime and i like the fact that even though it's two years later there is going to be a sense of real justice and not frontier justice
1: yeah yeah i just i love cops admitting fault that's what really got me about this is like yeah it's, it's about time. Good. I'm glad we we took our time to do it right, but ah, uh, just cops admitting they're wrong is just like it's the, it's God's nectar, you know. Like so, you really don't like so the cops? Rare.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, and oh. that's true. They're authority. Yeah. I don't. It's like I. I, I, I don't like have a problem
1: with. I mean, there are cops individually. I'm sure I would fucking hate. There are cops individually. I have loved. I don't like the policing system in America. I don't. That's what I don't like because I think it's broken and hateful and dumb. But this isn't about me. This is about Biden canceling up to 10k in student loans and 20k for Pell Grant recipients.
0: You know, and if you look at the numbers most the I mean you know, I, I and I know you and I have a different perspective on finances, but the idea that people with one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars a year are somehow hurt by a ten thousand dollar loan is bullshit. I, it's like if you want to, if you really want to, <laughs> if you really want to help the people that are struggling, then what you do is you set that ceiling much lower. You say anybody making seventy thousand dollars a year can have ten thousand dollars. Because honestly, if you have one hundred twenty, if you that's a lot more a, people. Well, I'm just saying if that's, you have a hundred. 120-
1: that means the government has to lose that much more money. That's a.
0: Well, I, I'm fine with that. I think <laughs> I think it's a I think it's a fine thing. You know, all the people say, "Well, I paid my loans off." You know,
1: that's a it stupid argument. Because it's like Shut
0: the fuck up. It doesn't affect same,
1: you in any way. The same thought is like like that sucks. I mean, yeah, it sucks that there wasn't student loan forgiveness twenty years ago when you were still paying off your loans. But you know what? By that thinking, then you should have fucking measles because yeah. Your grandparents had to deal with measles. Yeah. And the only only response
0: to it is, first of all, I I think the ceiling's too high, but I think it's overall a very good thing. But I would like to petition President Biden um, to forgive my credit card loans, Mm -hmm. my credit card debt, um, because the last couple of months um, I've been been pretty much living a good chunk off of credit cards. So I'd love it. I mean, hey, if if we're going to forgive some debt.
1: Well, but that you goes know, I mean that's that's kind I'm of like the, a big Wall point. Street
0: magnet. I'm like a Wall Street bank. Fucking bail me out, right, motherfucker. Right.
1: Well, and but that's that's kind of the point, is like forgiving the debt is is one thing. Great. Um, you know there's a good argument and I agree with this. Like you sign up to pay what you've borrowed and you gotta pay it back. Like that's yep. that's how the shit works. Yep. Getting that forgiven is nice, but what are we doing to fix the problem? Because part of the problem with college loan for the college loan debt, student debt is not so much the borrowing of the money. It's the, the, the costs extremely uh, high APRs on these things. The, the, you know, like that is, well, there's the high APRs. There's
0: also the extraordinary cost of actually going to college these days. And let's be honest with you again, if it were up to me and I'd been in the room with Joe Biden, I would say, okay, First of all, let's lower the ceiling from 125,000 to 75,000. Okay. Second of all, let's exempt no one gets loan forgiveness if what the, if the degree you got was in philosophy or gender studies <laughs> or th- or theater yeah. or creative writing because those degrees are, are boutique, pointless degrees anyway. They don't serve <laughs> society. They don't help the taxpayers in any way. If you got a degree <laughs> in medicine or law or engineering, absolutely forgive those loans. But if you got one of those fucking boutique bullshit degrees, fucking live with the debt, man.
1: I just love to see them bring down... like. Put their foot down on on the high um, APR. I don't know. I'm struggling to find the word, but the APR. Like that's yeah. Like we need to figure out it's this that's just forgiving shit. Like what are we doing to fix the problem so it doesn't put people in debt for thirty years? You know this yeah. is because it's a systemic problem. You get this college degree and it does fuck all because jobs don't pay as much. As, yeah, it's it's a whole. Like most things, it's much bigger than one little fix. And again,
0: I understand the argument. I understand. I do understand the argument because you know what? If you, it's not like they hide the APR when you sign up for the loan. It's not like they say, "Oh, we're going to hide it." You know what you're signing up for. You know, if you don't bother to do the math, that's just because you're lazy, or that's just not how you think about it, or you're getting a gender studies degree.
1: So you know, it's just how it works. Yeah. All right. uh, This is a fun one. Young adults are using marijuana and hallucinogens at the highest rates on record. The kids that are getting support. high, man. Well, the thing it's funny
0: is it, you can, you, you can you balance that with uh, reports that the, that the youth are fucking less. So if you're, not ha- <laughs> right. if you're not having sex, you got to do something. You and, got all, more you, time
1: to and, eat shrooms and get stoned. Yeah. yeah.
0: And we've spent generations overeating at Cracker Barrel. Thank God there's some impossible sausage. But um, yeah, I think it makes complete sense that if you're not fucking, you're terrified of tender, you can't date, you have no social life, and you spend all your time sitting and staring at a screen, fucking pot and mushrooms is
1: a way to go. Although... Get, getting laid on pot and mushrooms, kind of awesome. Well, yeah, but they don't know that because they're quit, terrified quit of the having buds. sex. They're
0: terrified. They're terrified of each other, and and you know, I, that's it. You're just terrified of each other, and so of course they're not going to fuck. So they're going to just get stoned and uh,
1: hallucinate, like, and then watch porn, and then it becomes its own thing. So speaking of terrifying, I want to play something for you. What do you think that sound was like? What did that sound like? Well, to I you? I
0: actually know what you, okay. it was. Okay, but what it sounds like is it sounds like the the beginning of the soundtrack of Christopher Nolan's Inception. Like what the fuck? Is oh, okay. Blah, you know, because he took the he took the French song and yeah. slowed it down so much that it's this. Blah, 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 blah. That's what it
1: sounds like. So that is the sound of outer space. Yep. Uh, it is a black hole that is, uh, let's see. It's a, from a cluster of galaxies, about 250 million light years from earth. And it's the sound of a black hole. Like there's like gas, basically, you know, black holes suck things in, but in the, some, you know, I'm not Neil deGrasse Tyson, but I'm gonna do my best to explain this. But like, as black holes are sucking this gas in, it's like burping a lot out too.
0: Yeah, the, gla- the gas is colliding with, so with itself. So what we
1: heard is the gas like burping out of the black hole. Yeah. And in this really tricky way, um, scientists were able, NASA was able to put sound, to, sound yeah, waves to this. Yeah, they recorded it. Well, you know is, know the thing that's, but it sounds like, and in this Atlantic story, like they described this as well because I was listening to it. I'm like, this sounds like Souls being tortured in hell, <laughs> like okay. In this or, Atlantic yeah, article, right? Sure. First, found it, I was like, Oh, that's I'm not alone in that thought because it just sounds yeah. like the moaning of tortured souls. Well, you and know, it's the thing of, I, was, I was most
0: impressed with about that is it really does say that that we are on the cutting edge, um, because apparently that sound has been using auto tune. And so uh, it, it, it it it's it's you know so Justin Bieber's right on
1: on track with yeah this uh, is a new, new the galaxy. New New Galaxy T Pain record yeah that's yeah, so, yeah yeah you know so yeah. Absolutely.
0: There are six things you should do this week.
1: My first thing is a. What is my first thing? Oh, it's a read. It's in the Atlantic. Big shock there. Uh, It's by Charlie Warzel. Uh, The headline is The Joy of Calm Technology. And it's... I'm just going to leave that. Just look it up. Calm technology. Basically, it's like getting away from... Kind of what we were talking about last week in Stick Shift. And he actually references that story. Um, But it's like... There's nothing calm about social media or even computers. Like, even your laptop. But like... Mm -hmm a record player, you know, changing the record is like calm technology where you're like in the process, again, back to what we were talking about last week. So funny that I found it this week, but there you go. There you go. We're through it. My first thing is also a read in The
0: Atlantic. Um, it is uh, in the ideas column. It is America's Fire Sale, Get Some Free Speech While You Can by Caitlin Flanagan. <laughs> I love Caitlin Flanagan. Love I love that. her Caitlin, writing. Yeah. And and this is really just sort of like breaking down the Salman Rushdie stuff, the the Harper's letter that came out, and just basically. And, and what I love about Caitlin Flanagan is she's not a gloom and doomer. But basically, mm-hmm. it's it's sort of a warning that uh, that free speech is is under attack, and it's under attack on both sides of the extreme left. I love Tim Dillon's perspective on the extreme left and the extreme right in his mm-hmm. Netflix special, which was I look at I I'm gonna miss quote him but i love the idea the image of i see people on the extreme left and extreme right as people who have just gone into the ocean and swum just a little bit too far and Mm. they're never they're never going to come back so my perspective is all right well then you're going to drown there you go but uh i i thought that was i thought that was a very funny perspective on it but yeah this is caitlin flanagan's take on it it's really well worth reading america's fire sale get some free speech while you can
1: My next thing is a subscribe and watch. It's on YouTube. Uh, The Pat Finnerty channel. Um, He does this thing called... He's he's a musician. And he does this thing called What Makes This Song Stink? Where he breaks down a song. And I stumbled across it. The first one I listened to was episode seven. Uh, But it's Machine Gun Kelly's Emo Girl. And it's... (laughs) Which has Willow fucking Smith in it. God, I fucking hate this i fucking hate them (laughs) so much but it's like so he does he does the red hat chili peppers he does some train songs and it's he's funny he's weird and he's smart and he's right Um, all right he does like one of (laughs) one of the episodes is (laughs) like which song stinks more it's um uh who is married to lisa bonet uh uh lenny kravitz lenny kravitz so it's a fly and his version of american woman (laughs) <laughs> like, which is the worst? <laughs> and I mean, they're both shit. And I can remember hearing Fly like constantly in 1998 yeah. or whenever the fuck it was just God so go I like away. American Woman. I like American Woman. American Woman's fine. It's not his song, it's a Guess Who song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The Guess Who version is, is a thousand better. times better. And you're like, well, oh, yeah, yeah, it's better. But Pat Finnerty like breaks out and you're like, oh my God, why did Kravitz not? redo the song when it was good how do you make it worse it's just, but he's very funny so uh that's highly funny. recommend pat finnerty on youtube all
0: right that's excellent
1: my second thing is another read
0: it's in the new york times it is uh by karen weiss it is social media was a ceo's bullhorn and how he lured women you remember dan price oh, yeah. dan price uh was the guy that said uh his seattle company it was a credit card uh, like processing company, and he mm. he paid himself. Uh, he he said, "As CEO, I'm only going to make as much as my lowest paid employee." And paid all of his all of his employees got paid seventy thousand dollars a year, you know. And he was lauded for this, and everybody just loved him. And 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 then for really the process of a couple of years, he he just wrote, you know, he, he just wrote things like uh, on LinkedIn, in the unlikely event that you are falsely accused, remember that it will be easier for you to overcome false allegations than it will be for actual victims to overcome the trauma of har- harassment or assault. Um, you know, he, he wrote on his Twitter, lifting someone out of poverty is the most effective antidepressant in the world. So he really used social media to kind of prop himself up as this progressive god and while he was doing that he was sexually harassing and raping women who were very god. into very into his social media presence which I think makes him a very very expensive version of most of the white kids that uh, protested Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. just want to get laid so I'll, I'll, I'll virtue signal god. to get there it's a really good article it's very in
1: depth and I'm sure there will be a Netflix series soon about Dan Price. Can't wait. Um, all right, my last thing to do this week. I was trying really hard not to make a not to do a watch, but I had a bunch of laundry to do and uh, turned the TV back on. And actually, John Beardmore, our friend John, mentioned it in a text chain. Uh, this is watch uh, only murders in the building on Hulu. Yes, I'm a, very late good. to the it's game. Very funny. I started it Super in season funny. one, got into like episode three or four, and Katie and I were like. Eh, and I don't remember why we weren't sucked into it. Yeah. But I picked it up right back and was like, this is really funny. Martin Short it's, is he's an so international treasure. Funny. I mean
0: <laughs> That guy is so fucking funny, it hurts my heart. Yeah. 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 And, I, I agree.
1: But yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. It's great. Um yeah. Only murders in the building. My third thing is a rewatch.
0: Um I and, and I'm not recommending She-Hulk yet, um, but I've watched <laughs> I'm not I just I, got to learn
1: on my phone that there's a new She-Hulk episode available and I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I
0: watched it you know and the thing is I'm enjoying She-Hulk for what it is that they're presenting but one yeah. of the things that 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 I have issue with um and it's not like a big issue but it's just sort of like it's why I it's why I ultimately really hated the uh, Elizabeth Banks uh Charlie's Angels reboot mm. um is the idea that women are just so much more superior that she-Hulk, as a superhero, gets these superpowers and is just automatically so much better than Bruce Banner. Yeah. And she just knows all this shit. It's like, that's just not accurate. That's not how human beings work. That's not no. how women work. And I don't think it's effective. So my rewatch is go back to, to Disney+, Plus because it's now on Disney+, and rewatch the first season of Jessica Jones. Because mm. Jessica Jones mm-hmm. is about a female superhero, but she is just as fucked up as a regular person. She makes tons of mistakes. She's not great with her powers. And yet she still is a compelling character. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, and I like the idea that it, it really comes to the heart of feminism, in my opinion, which is, no, feminism is not women are somehow otherworldly and Mother Nature... Fuck off. It's that they're just people. I mean, come on. They're just people that can fuck up as bad as the rest of us, but they that doesn't mean they are incapable of true heroism and tr- And that's what I... So yeah. I, I, re-watched, I rewatched the whole first season of uh, Jessica Jones. Again, Kilgrave is probably, in my opinion, maybe the most horrifying... Uh, villain Mm -hmm. that they've ever created. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's a fucking horror and it it really does speak to the idea of long-standing sexual harassment and trauma, um, the brainwashing that men can do to women and what it takes to fight back. But it's not this let's just elevate women as somehow amazingly all beautiful, smart, capable, boom, can do... No, and that's what I really liked about Jessica Jones, mm-hmm. I'm still on the fence with She-Hulk. I'm still gonna watch it. I'm enjoying it more than I did the first 20 minutes of Miss Marvel. So
1: uh we'll, well see. Well, I mean, Miss Marvel is it's for kids. It's for kids. And yeah. so that's why and I not That's yeah, fine. That's, and you know, not everything well, and, not ev- look, did you read Miss Marvel? No, because it wasn't a comic book for no. you. Yeah, and that's, and that's fine.
0: I like I like She-Hulk. Um, it's also not a Marvel film necessarily for me. It's really for uh white women who like white wine and 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 liked ally McBeal, which I really was never I never watched Alley McBeal but I understand why it was funny. Yeah. Um you know I like Boston Legal more but that's because Shatner it's Shatner and James Spader. Fuck off. Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. But I'm in I, I am enjoying uh She-Hulk uh but the idea that it's like some big feminist trope and is trying to say something to the world about women is
1: well, it's just it's fucking not. silly. And it's silly. And if it was, it already did, because guess what? She hulk ain't new. She hulk's been around yeah. for a long for a time. A long time. Like well, it's like where were you? Where were you? It's Why, one of my, I knew about one of, it when I was a kid, where were you?
0: One of my White I women. believes for for this for this week, for this afternoon, it will drop, is I believe that assigning cultural importance to She-Hulk attorney at law is ridiculous. It's a television show about a fictional character based on a comic book. Reading heavy, heavy feminist agenda into it is like trying to find white supremacy and the requirement to be on time at work.
1: Yeah. It's stupid, so... And let's also not forget that a, kind of a big part of the She-Hulk comic was th- they knew who their audience was, which was young horny guys and a lot of attention was paid to how hot she hulk was is whatever. i think she's pretty hot so, i think she's pretty hot yeah, in she, this show and that was but that they kind of exploited that a little bit in the comics. oh yeah oh yeah you know so just, uh, just I, I i just calm the fuck down you know yeah yeah larry yeah, yeah. david just, is right curb your enthusiasm You can find them all over Chicago and online at LocomotiveBand.com. What the fuck?